Did I just say three minutes? Now get the guns, the drugs from my generation. I'll take the fall, the state, and I'll cross the nation. And it's a sense the guns, the face, the fraud, the messing with me. Come on, come on, come on. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. If you're looking for the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be in the podcasting universe, then look no further than Ring the Bell, bringing you the best in the world at what we do. And what we do is take over the world of wrestling reviews, baby. Now, Ring the Bell. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Ring the Bell. It's three minutes warning. It's July 2000, well it's not July anymore, it's 2002 era of Monday Night Raw. It's the Eric Bischoff era. I am your host, Andrew Wooden, once again, the one and only Mr. Ross Bell. Hello, mate. How's good? it going? Yeah, I'm good. We're still good. here. Three minute warning, we haven't ditched it yet. We're still going. Yeah, we're enjoying it. We are. <laughs> right. We're two weeks away from SummerSlam. We're in Seattle, Washington, the nation's capital. And The Rock is in the house today. He is, for a very, very big main event. Cold open, though, before the intro even kicks in, because we see Brock Lesnar, the next big thing, SmackDown's Brock Lesnar, and Paul Heyman walk down through the fans and took their seats at ringside, which they brought. Who would realise that two front row seats would still be available in this era? It's insane. Yeah, uh, it's always a bit uh, convenient, that, isn't it? On SmackDown a few days ago, Brock Lesnar right. destroyed Hulkamania by making him pass out in the bear hug. Nice. The Hulkbuster, as I believe it's been dubbed. I don't know. Maybe. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, backstage, uh, Eric Bischoff wants Heyman and Lesnar escorted out if they cause any trouble whatsoever. So I'm sure, sure they won't. I'm sure, sure they're going to be fine. nice and good yeah. and all good. Right. To start us off, the Monday Night franchise, according to JR, it's Triple H. He's here. Mm, great. And even we finished though, last week's Raw with Triple H. Let's yeah. start this week's Raw with Triple H. And even though he, he last week confessed to attacking Shawn Michaels, Triple H gets a huge pop and a massive yeah. babyface reaction. What's going what? on? <laughs> I don't know. I think Seattle's one of those towns where it's just uh, they, they kind of do what they want. Well, they chart for Triple H. And Triple H says that it's that reason that he did what he did to Shawn Michaels. He blamed the fans for making him weak and losing to people, quote, like Hulk Hogan. So it was the fans' fault that Triple H was a bad baby face and lost the title to Hogan. He's He's gone now. Hogan's gone. So let's just bury him. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, The Rock is here. The Rock is interrupting and we get Rock and Triple H for the first time in a couple of years. Don't mind it. The Rock's retort at one point. The Rock is something you're not. I'm undisputed champion, so shut up, bitch. <laughs> nice. Uh, he calls out Lesnar for tonight. He yeah. gets in the ring and has a bit of a verbal tete-a-tete with Triple H. A fight breaks out. You'll be shocked to hear. <laughs> then Lesnar gets up on the apron. Trips gets a pedigree. And all is right with the world. Yeah. I like this. Open. This was hot. Crowd it was. Yeah. It. Rock and Triple good. H. Can't get yeah. any better than that. No, exactly. It puts everything out there. The, the, we know the feuds, but Triple H is still kind of, he's, he's annoyed that he's The Rock's kind of a bigger style than him at this point. And yeah, they've got that feud. It's really good. It kind of just does, it, does everything you need for an opening promo. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all, yeah, it's literally, it, it, it hit all the bullet points. It hit everything mm. that you needed. That's fine. Yeah. That's it. All good. 
Okay, backstage, coming out of the break. Uh, the Rock is backstage with Eric Bischoff. He wants Triple H tonight, and he doesn't care how Bischoff does it. <laughs> Which is just a golden ticket, so let's make a eight-man tag match. Yeah, that's, that's the easy segue <laughs> into that one. Yeah. Uh, Trish Stratus is out now, and uh, she gets in the ring, and she says to Howard Finkel, hey, this is for Lily, and then slaps him. Yeah. Fair and enough. that's it, done. Uh, yeah, uh, then her her partner Spike Dudley comes out for an intergen intergen easy for me to say intergender tag team match. It's Trish and Spike against Christopher Nowinski and Molly Holly. Uh, not much really mentioned of the Spike and Molly romance that was there about a year ago. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Trish gets a bulldog on Nowinski, which looked really bad because there's no way that that should have been able to happen. Yeah, she's a very little woman and he's a very big man. And yeah, yeah. I I struggle with this era, Trish, because she's regarded as one of the best ever, and I think not she here. did improve. <laughs> not here, she's not. No, she's very, very, like, looks like she's rushing through things, and maybe they didn't have much time. It's only a three-minute match, but it just looks like she's she's not safe in what she's doing. She's really uh-huh. trying to get everything in, and it just looks messy and sloppy, whereas you compare that with Molly, who's also got the same time constraints. Perfectly fine. I'm not sure Trish actually hit a move, but everything she hit didn't seem to connect. Yeah. She misses a kick, doesn't she? She, And Molly had to kind of just throw herself down and get out of the ring quickly because she was so ashamed about it missing. Uh, Nowinski got a double underhook slam for the win on Spike. It was a double underhook, but then you spun them out three different directions to hit it. And I don't know if it's supposed to be then that that dizziness is what does the opponent (laughs) or the landing because it doesn't actually look all that great as a finisher. No, it is essentially just another hook slam, isn't it? Just with mm. lots of lots of spinning around. Yeah, I don't really understand that, to be honest. But no, it was a I match. Don't... It wasn't great. Yeah, I don't mind it though. It's it stands out as something different. Like, we we're we're fast approaching that era where everyone used that same move that Ted DiBiase did and that Cody yeah. did, and it's just the same finisher. So at least it's something different, I suppose. Backstage, Goldust is confronting Eric Bischoff, and he suggests that if Booker T beats Lance Storm tonight, then Booker and Goldust should get a tag team championship match at SummerSlam against Lance Storm and Christian. Uh, then Mini Dust shows up and hu- uh, humps, <laughs> humps Eric Bischoff's legs. Leg. Love it. Love it. Continuity. Fantastic. Uh, did you notice in the background down the corridor, Arvidi was talking to the Hardys? No, I missed that, really. We'll go back to that later. Yeah. Continuity. Right. In the ring, Howard Finkel's here, and he cuts what's actually is a pretty good heel promo. Yeah, I like Finkel's uh, heel. He says that since Lillian's been here, he's had to swallow his pride watching her in the ring doing his thing. But you know something? That's a hell of a lot better than what you had to swallow to get your job here. Ooh, spicy, Howard. No way that's allowed this era. My God. Yeah, what a bitch. Uh, he gets interrupted by Pyro and a Kane yeah. video, which says that the fire nice. still burns. It's just a promo video. Yep. But I've never seen that where it actually does it in the arena and we see it as part of the show. Like Obviously, we know that what we see, the arena see when it comes to those segments, yeah. but to actually have it played on the Titan Tron yeah. in that, I've never seen that before. And then it's, since. It's good. It's like they're putting some time and effort into these shows, which they're obviously not doing these days. And from what I remember, and we'll, we'll see this coming up soon, the payoff to this also is good with this promo video airing like during the in-ring segments. I think there was yeah. actually a really good payoff to this. Okay, backstage coming from break. Bischoff return, uh, confirms that Kane is indeed coming back soon and he is coming to Raw. Uh, he's with Arbody and Jeff and Matt. And Matt is basically saying, hey, I, I want a shot at this. I want to get in the RC title hunt against Chris Benoit from SmackDown and the RC, but I want to bring it back to Raw. 
Uh, Bischoff seems to hate uh, uh, Matt Hardy. Just pushed him completely out of it. <laughs> Matt with He's two T's doesn't, doesn't care. He just wants Jeff. And he books Jeff versus RVD tonight. And the winner faces Benoit for the RC Bout at SummerSlam. This is why I like Bischoff. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. Fuck off, Matt. It's all about Jeff. <laughs> uh, Booker T versus Lance Storm's up next. I was looking forward to this because there were two of the highlights Dubs W in, in the later years of that promotion. Yeah. Yeah. The crowd loved this. The crowd was so into this. And I, I thought this match was brilliant What for what we got. Yeah, two just very solid wrestlers in the ring, giving you kind of not all they can have, holding it back a little bit back. But yeah, really good action. Uh, the ending saw Christian get involved, but then Goldust hit Storm. Booker got the axe kick for the win. Uh, Tess came out after, after the match, then the Undertaker ran out for the save. No mention of him seeing the cops bike last week. It's so weird to see Taker... Mixing it with Christian and Lance Storm and Test. Like, it should be one of the biggest guys you've got in the company. What's he doing with these jabronis? <laughs> uh, back from the break, Bischoff's in the ring, still with Mini Dust, who didn't follow everyone when they run out. And Bischoff announced that The Rock is going to be in action tonight. He wanted Triple H. He's going to get Triple H in a manner of speaking because The mm. Rock would team with Booker T, Goldust, and The Undertaker to take on Triple H and The Un-Americans in tonight's bar- blockbuster gargantuan main event. Pretty big. That is kind of pretty much all your big guys on Raw. Yes. Get them in there. Uh, Bischoff then wants Mindy Dust to entertain him, <laughs> and then he brings out Three Minute Warning, who absolutely squash and decimate the poor Mini Dust. I love that it's, so far we've seen them destroy two old women, uh, a ring announcer who's also a woman, and now a midget. Yep. Brilliant. That's um, so good. They, three minute warning leave, then Bischoff introduces the newest acquisition to Raw. This is a big one. Stacey Keebler. Yeah. No, not um, from a wrestling point of view, but Stacey's probably the, the biggest woman in WWE at this point like kind of from a, a fan's angle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I'm trying to say without me trying to actually say it. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Talking <laughs> of angles, Jerry Lawler got a good angle because <laughs> Stacey Keebler got on the announce desk and she took off her skirt and she danced. And Lawler, yeah. I've got it in my notes, so I'm just going to be crude. He came in his pants. Yeah. Lawler, if Lawler was bad last week, he was almost as bad this week. He was, what? Well, meanwhile, Mini Dust is getting attended to by, by paramedics in the ring. The, the 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 opposite thing the the I can't think of the word but on one hand you got a poor little midget has been squashed by two big Samoans and at the other end of the spectrum you got a 50 60 year old Jerry Lawler ogling young Stacy Keebler who danced on the desk to ZZ Top yeah everyone knows that Vince uh, meme of him falling off his chair yeah um, <laughs> it's just put Jerry Lawler's face on this yeah yeah. <laughs> Okay, coming from break, we have a tag team match. It's Ric Flair and Bubba Ray Dudley uh, up against Chris Jericho and the big show, Jericho. Several years before Jericho. Oh, was yeah. Shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bubba got a huge pop, and I don't know why. No, I don't know why either. People aren't into this, are they? Because we're certainly not. Big show didn't get a pop. Big show actually got not much at all. <laughs> they were yeah. pretty much silent when he came out. Uh, the commentators remembered something. They were saying, hey, Ric Flair was going to make an announcement on his career a couple of weeks ago. What was that about? And then JR <laughs> says, well, it's obvious, King. He was going to announce that he's moving to SmackDown. Mm, I don't think so, somehow. He still could have done that. Yeah, apparently it's his history of Bischoff and that he didn't want to work on the same show. Well, that was two weeks right. ago. Yeah. He seems okay with it now. Yes. Like, <laughs> is, is his hatred of Jericho that much that he's willing to work with the man who was going to cause him to leave? 
I, I you know what I'm, I don't care. Let's just yeah. move on. Um, JR made a bit of a comment about Bubba here that I'm not sure if it was supposed to be a dig or one of those public like, hey, listen to me, I'm trying to give you advice. But right. it's like JR said that hey, Bubba's announced at 294 pounds. I think he's bigger than that. I think he's north of the 300 pound mark. Okay. Okay. Like, leave him alone. Okay. What he he probably is. Next? He's not fucking Vader. Leave him alone. But, yeah. I mean, you don't have to say, hey, he's big. I think he's bigger than that, though. Like, okay. Uh, Bubba, after last week, um, almost impaling Big Show with the the, the legs to the Able table, legs. Yeah. he had a Samoan drop on um, uh, Jericho, and it yeah. looked awful, like really, really rough. It's like, Bubba. Mm. Yeah, work down, on it, man. work on it, please. Yeah, uh, it's like, a shame we took so long to become that Buddy Ray character and really get good in the ring as a singles yeah. guy because he had the chance here and just didn't take it. I like the end of this match though. Yeah, Jericho and Flair uh, depancing and uh, yeah, <laughs> his pants can stop the <laughs> stop a figure four. Why has no one thought that before? Oh no, uh, Jericho got a low blind bubble and then got the tap out with the walls of Jericho slash Boston Crab because he doesn't stand up. He sits down with this one. Yeah, after the match, Flair. Pulled down Jericho's tights, and <laughs> then because of that, he couldn't then put the figure four on because the tights were down. This is a thing that happened. <laughs> this is 2002. Weird. Uh, backstage after the coming out the break, Jericho announces that Fozzie are going to play live and raw next week. Fucking oh, shoot fuck me no, now, really? And he's challenging Flair to a match at SummerSlam. Fucking hell, shoot me now. Jesus Neither of those things I want to see, Andrew. Neither Don't of care them. Interest <laughs> me. Fuck off, Fozzie. We then get a video package about Shawn Michaels that says how good HBK is or was. The problem is that before this package, JR says that Triple H won't be fighting HBK at SummerSlam because HBK is dead. It's Shawn Michaels. But this video shows that HBK is amazing. Yeah. But HBK is not going to be at SummerSlam because this is a fight that Shawn Michaels is in, not HBK. What is going on? Yeah, they've missed they've misplaced this. This is this is a, a big mistake. Like because this isn't the Shawn Michaels we get. We get a very different Shawn Michaels. We get a couple yeah. of kip up and uh, I think a couple of his like flying forearm shots that he does. But apart from that, at SummerSlam, it's a very very different guy. I don't. Yeah. Hey, HBK's dead. Let's show this video <laughs> why HBK's brilliant. Right. Cheers. He could have won. Yeah. Um, yeah. Basically, Shawn Michaels is like a speedboat. That's what it is. I don't know who I don't know who that who who's Jim Bowen then? Who's Jim Bowen in this weird scenario? Uh JR. I'd say Howard Finkel, but JR works. Well, yeah. <laughs> Look at what you could have won. Okay, up next we have a hardcore match. It's Tommy Dreamer versus Stephen Richards. And this match has a very stiff special stipulation because they're only allowed to use one weapon each. Like a chosen weapon. But they can each use each other's weapon, but that's yeah. it. So Dreamer has, of course, a single ball cane. And Stevie has the steel chair. Yeah. Clever. I like it. Yeah. East W chant, obviously. Uh, it was the usual stuff. It was headshots that you wouldn't see these days. And mm. painful sounding Singapore canes. Apparently actually aren't that painful, but they sound really bad. And that's... Yeah, they've been demythed for me recently. Mm. They're really thin bits of wood that I mean, really I still wouldn't much. take the shots. I'll be oh, honest. Fucking hell. No, Not I'll, the way I'll... Dreamer lays them in. Christ, no. Uh, steel chair shot to the head. That got the win. Dreamer's still the champion. All I see when I see these this era of hardcore wrestling is like, it just makes me miss Steve Batman so much. Yeah. He's been all over this. He'd fit right in with this era of hardcore wrestling. I, I'd now want Steve Blackman to come back in 2021. Yeah. Apparently he's still in good shape. Right. Give him another Give him one. that 24-7 division. Yeah, why not? 
Okay, up next, we have RVD versus Jeff Hardy. Winner faces Benoit at SummerSlam for the IC Championship. This was mm-hmm. really, really good, if not short. Like the ladder match, actually, a few weeks ago. Yeah. Really good, not enough time. Uh, Jeff got a great DDT, which looks like it actually spiked RVD. It was yeah. it was brilliant. It was. Uh, Jeff, then, a ref then got bumped, and Matt Hardy ran in and turned heel on Jeff. I forgot about this. Didn't realise this was... Oh, no, he turned heel on him multiple times. Didn't realise yeah. it was now, though. Is this the? Do we get Matt version one around this point? Then does he go to SmackDown? It must be coming soon because I know that we had that at WrestleMania nineteen the next year, so it must be coming up where he gets drafted to SmackDown. Yeah, I enjoy that Matt Hardy, but yeah, I don't need him against Jeff. No, no, no. No. Uh, We might have to nip over to SmackDown occasionally in the future, (laughs) just for that one. Just Just for that one. one. Unless he's on the show when Bischoff does the wedding with Billy and Chuck. Because we're going to have to do that. Must be. Oh, we're going to have to do that one. <laughs> yeah. uh, RBD got the five star, gets the win, and he gets the IC title shot at Ben White at SummerSlam. Uh, backstage, the Un-Americans. Test reveals he's facing the Undertaker at SummerSlam. Fuck off. Guess who's going to win that match, Andrew? I wonder who. <laughs> uh, Bischoff's in the production truck because a couple of segments ago, um, that apparently a lot of viewers didn't see, depending on where you were in America or Canada, there was a promo <laughs> for SmackDown which promoted it. Hey, stuff's happened on SmackDown. And Bischoff was fuming. Yeah. So he went to the production truck and we saw Kevin Dunn. We saw the buck yeah. for himself. Kevin Dunn was on TV who said, hey, I didn't do it. It, it, it was on the ad break. I didn't play it. Uh, whatever. Definitely it. did it, Kevin. That was it. Uh, then Bischoff said, hey, well, if they promote something, I'm going to promote something right now. Next week on Raw, Rock versus Triple H, one-on-one, we're in the main event. They've never done a Raw versus SmackDown angle as good as this, Bischoff and Steph. It, no. It was brilliant. It, it made you feel like, yeah, we want our show to be the best and we're actually going to actively go mm-hmm. and interrupt the other show to make that happen. Rock versus Triple H, six days before SummerSlam. Hmm, I wonder if we'll get a clean finish in that one. Oh, yeah, that's 25 minutes in the clean pin. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> no interference whatsoever. Okay, main event time. My Fuck, what Jesus, a lot happens in this match. Eight-man tag. Rock, Taker, Booker, Goldust versus the Un-Americans and Triple H. The te- uh, Undertaker gets a huge, huge, huge megastar pop. My yeah. God. Uh, JR says the Undertaker is as American as a plate of Texas brisket. This is why he's t- became face. Yeah. Because we need an American badass. Uh, the Rock didn't get as big a pop as Taker, I noticed. No. No. Which is weird. Uh, at one point, did you hear Joe Lawler get confused about Booker T's WWE Championship history? Did, he? did you hear this? So Lawler come out, uh, Booker came out and, and uh, went, he's an 11-time WWE Tag Team Champion. And Lawler goes, I thought it was five times. It's like, <laughs> no, it's five-time WWE Champion, sucker. And it was an 11, and he went, oh, okay. <laughs> just, just okay. Brilliant. Know the product. Like, did, yeah, I know, I know it's WWE Champion, but come on, know the product. <laughs> um, Rock and Storm. We're brilliant together and I now really wanted to see a Rock versus Lance Storm feud. I don't think there's anyone that Lance Storm could go against and it would be bad. He's mm-hmm. just that good in the ring that he can wrestle anyone. Like He, he can make the Rock look like a good wrestler, like an actual wrestler wrestler. Uh, Rock and Trips have great chemistry, always have yeah. done. And even when Rock is this kind of Rock where he's checked out, it's still good. Yeah. Those two just, they work. They click, yeah. It's just it's just magic to click perfectly in the ring. Uh, Law, sorry, Law, JR says that when Triple H blamed the fans earlier for turning, apparently Trips urinated all over the fans. Oh, JR. Okay. He's got some issues this guy, hasn't he? Got some, he's got some dark kinks so we don't need to know. Also, the, uh, tonight, JR has made a point of every time someone does a super kick, JR says that Michael's invented that move mm, yeah. and every fan, every person that does it, 
idolizes my cause and are copying him with it. Mm. No. I reckon Storm did the super kick long before Shawn Michaels. Most and and when Michaels first started doing it, it wasn't even to finish it, it was a setup move. Setup move, yeah. For his to, back to body the drop. backdrop, the teardrop suplex or whatever the fuck yeah. it was. Um this crowd are so into this, like they haven't gone quiet once. They all the wrestlers are over, like all of them. When was yeah. the last time you had a, a multi-man tag match like this where every guy, even Test, mm. has got heat? Like every guy's over in this. And Booker gets the hot tag from Taker, and I'll shit you not. He blows the roof off the place. I mean, this is the spiciest Nando's hot take I've ever a hot tag I've ever seen. Yeah, he tags huge. him, and the it's it's I've literally put on my note in caps, this is all action, and I love it. Yeah. It's brilliant. It's it absolutely was, it, it brilliant. Was incredible. This is this is the place. Well, Seattle is the town for WrestleMania 19. So yeah, you can imagine. It's probably Vince got a main backstage. I yeah. think this got it. I think this is the show that got them from WrestleMania 19. Yeah, it's Vince can just see this. You can just see dollar signs in his eyes. This crowd. Imagine how much merch they bought. Uh, there was a pedigree attempt that was reversed. There was a tombstone attempt that was reversed. There was a rock bottom to test. There was a choke slam to storm a last ride on Christian, but then test hit a big boot on Taker. Yeah. And pinned him. I know. What? Tess got a clean win on The Undertaker. I mean, it, that didn't yeah. guarantee that Tess doesn't go over at SummerSlam. Nothing well, else. yeah, I suppose but... yeah, you give him the guy, you give him the win on Raw because we know it's not going to happen at SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was the main event. We've done this show for multiple weeks now. I can't believe yeah. we lost count. This is the best match we've seen yet, I think. From, from start to end, it, the crowd were great. The wrestlers were over. Everyone worked. The Rock looked good. Storm looked great. Triple yeah. H looked good. Taker was over. Looked like a superstar. Oh, give us this every week, please. Yeah. So people look back at the Attitude Era, and these these are the things that I remember this sort of stuff. A lot of the Attitude Era is shit, and we, we know that, but we don't go into it. This is an Attitude Era main event of Raw, where just chaos happens, and everyone looks great. It's so good. It's what the end of Raw should be. It's, it's, it's amazing. It, it's brilliant. I also realised Triple H has had feuds with every single one of the babyface team uh, team in this as well at some point in his career. Yeah. Goldust was the first feud. Had but well, actually no, he's got Booker to come at WrestleMania, but they yeah. did feud. Obviously, yeah. Taker and Trips have had their 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 battles, and of course, The Rock. It's yeah, it's it's brilliant. This yeah, I can't get over how good this match was. It's <laughs> which you know segues us naturally into the obvious answer here. What was your highlight of the show? <laughs> Uh, the intergen, no, the, obviously the main event. The main event was incredible. I, just, I want this every week on Raw. I want just this chaotic, mad ending. And you know it's because they're building to the big SummerSlam, but it, it, it's what Raw is for me. This is what Raw is. Uh, low light? Um, it probably is the intergen tag or the, the other tag match, the Jericho and Big Show, Flair and Dudley. I, I like the the end after the stuff with Jericho. That was fine, but... I don't know, it's tough. It, it has to be the agenda just by default, I suppose, because the rest of it was kind of all right. Uh, my highlight, I'm tempted to say, is Howard Finkel's promo on Lillian. Um, but <laughs> yeah. just edging that uh, is the main event. Brilliant. Uh, I literally can't wax lyrical about it enough. Yeah, It's great. Uh, low light of a Jerry Lawler's reaction to Stacey Keebler. Um, or, yeah, the tag match, how bad Bubba and Big Show look. Bubba's going to injure someone one these days. He's getting yeah. more careless every week that goes on. Yeah, I'm just waiting for them to both just disappear from this. I'm hoping it's oh, soon. I can hope. I can only hope. Yeah. 
Okay, that was a show. Two weeks in SummerSlam. If you have any thoughts, feelings, or opinions, or anything else at all, you can contact us in the normal multitude smorgasbord of ways on Facebook at Ring the Bell Show, on Twitter and Instagram at Ring the Bell Pod. Ross, what's the email address? Ringthebellpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can also leave us a five star rating and review if you feel we've earned it over at Apple Podcasts. Thank you very much. And you can also uh, subscribe, follow, share, recommend all the usual stuff for Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music Podcasts, Spotify. Stitcher, tune in, anchor. If someone does a podcast, you're going to find us there. We are everywhere. Like, share, subscribe. Do uh, it. Next week on the Go Home Show for SummerSlam 2002, mm. we have a gargantuan main event with an absolutely cast, nailed on, guaranteed clean ending. It's The Rock versus Triple H. Definitely. I can't believe you're being cynical, Andrew. It's definitely going to be a clean ending. <laughs> also, Brock Lesnar's in the house. I wonder what match he'll get involved in. <laughs> Probably Trish versus Stacey, I'd imagine. And hopefully, we get more promo time from the franchise player himself, Mr. Triple H. Uh, yeah, um, I mean, he's cynical. <laughs> if, he, if he can do it like he did at the start of this week's Raw, fine. I'm all, all right with that. And who knows? Very what, courage, though, isn't it? And who knows what Harry Finkel's going to say next? He's the proper loose cannon. <laughs> he's that's the a, that's a pipe this. bomb. Fuck CM Punk. <laughs> that's a pipe bomb from Howard the Coward, as Lawler proclaimed him this week. Okay, uh, we are firmly, firmly on the road to SummerSlam. We're so close. We're inches away. We're one more week away. But for now, this has been Ring the Bell. I've been Andrew. And I've been Ross. Andrew? Yep. Ring that bell. <laughs>